What's good? Yeah, yeah. What's good? Yeah. Imagine someone approaching you and starting a conversation like that. Okay, sorry. Actually, that would go well, I think. Sorry that this has to be the first thing we talk about on the pod, but I was just in Boston as we talked about Your accent is thick as hell, we know. Stop. (laughs) I just watched The Departed. Like, I finished watching Departed Hive, rise up. Rise up. I'm going to, for Halloween, I'm going to be the rat from The Departed. (laughs) Which one? No, the rat at the end. Oh, okay. That scampers across. That's... Such a metaphor that no, not a lot of people picked up on it, what the rat meant. (laughs) But anyway, I was in Boston this past week, and um, when we were, like, for, like, the three, four hours that we were in the city, a man did walk up to me, Caleb, and Jake, and rapped for us. (gasps) Did he ask for consent first, or you really just dove in? Um... I can't really remember, but it was the way he, if he, if he did ask, the way he asked was not taking no for an answer. Sure, (laughs) sure, sure. Um, and he really threw some bars. He called Caleb Doogie Hauser. (laughs) Wait, wait a minute. Bars. Bars. (laughs) Also, he kind of is giving Doogie Hauser. Yeah. No, we, he wasn't mad about it. He's serving Doogie. Serving Doogie. It's giving Doogie. Um, he also called me the new Mona Lisa, probably because I was... <laughs> I've been saying that for years! <laughs> no, shut up. He called me the new Mona Lisa, probably because I was sitting there, like, barely smiling at him, like, okay. <laughs> and then at the end, he he went, gentlemen, thank you for letting me speak to the queen. <laughs> I love that. What is his Spotify? I need I, to follow. He was trying to sell a t-shirt. We were not going to buy it. Gentlemen, he, he was like, he was that's like, kind of possessive and, like, patriarchal, but also... A compliment. Like a compliment. Gentlemen, thank you for letting me speak to the queen. Wow. And he and then he was then he was like, Can you guys will you guys buy this shirt? And we were like, no, and he went, respect. Oh <laughs> I like him a lot. I know. If they hadn't jutted in, I might have given him twenty bucks. Twenty? Okay. <laughs> because that's how much the shirt cost. Oh. What was on the shirt? Him? Uh, it was a black swan. <laughs> it was selling black swan merch yeah, in the so year 2021. Guys, take all this information, see if you can find him. We'd love to have him as a guest on the Twitter, pod. do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> in Boston, North uh, End. Well, welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> Cue intro music. <laughs> I would play a second in my life, but I remind him of the saying, if you can't play it, you coach it. Uh, you're listening to Coaches Don't Play. Okay, this is not a radio station. My name, my name is Caroline, and I'm here with my, my little rascal Stally. Say what's up. I wish we had sound effects. Damn it! We should have sound effects. We should. Here, I'll edit some in. Um, boing, boing. <laughs> that was Caroline. Auga! Auga! Um, I mean, that was just a little editing challenge for Tally, but yeah, we will. We are here to talk about some serious stuff. Yeah, actually, something that just recently affected both of us, hmm. in which that I was in Boston for a week. So in that yes. week, we were in a long distance relationship. Yeah, and we did talk, but it was mostly be, maybe going. Wait, when are you coming back again? And then you telling me, and then the next day. Wait, sorry. When? When? when are How you many more back days? Again? How, How many, many more days? days? <laughs> um, so that was hard. But wait, what was your goal? Checkup. Goal check, Boston edition. Boston edition was to just, like, have conversation with somebody I don't know and or compliment and or just try to, like, be more open. So beyond the rap god, do you talk to anyone else? Well, here's a fun little thing about the East Coast Mm -hmm. um, that I learned for the first time is that they actually do not like to smile. No. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And you're Midwest grown. And I'm Midwest born and raised. And I am also, like, nothing but, like, 
I want to smile at strangers. Like, that's everything about me in the core of my body is, like, I need to smile if we make eye contact. Of course. Um, And at one point, we were counting how many smiles I was getting back versus not. The numbers were not. My heart's shattering into a million pieces right now. I'm like, please smile at my friend. (laughs) The numbers were bleak. Uh, We stopped counting. (laughs) Um, People, uh, yeah, they really don't want um, anything to do with you if you're just, like, on the street. Mm. Um, I did have some nice interactions and they were absolutely with other people that were in Boston for the first time in their lives. Oh, cool. So you connected <laughs> over that. Yeah. Awesome. I took pictures for this really cute family, this mom and her two daughters. I love taking pictures for people. I do too. And I offered, I was like, oh, do you want me to get one mm-hmm. of all of you? Cause she was just taking pictures of her daughters. And I worked that camera hard. I know you got I did. to. And they're always so grateful. They're so grateful. I like did some like horizontally and then I did some vertically and I backed up. And Landscape I got, like, and portrait for the photographers out there. Oh, yeah, Landscape yeah, and portrait. Yeah. And I got like the architecture because we were at this like castle thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like her, she like took off her glasses. She was like, oh, let me not wear my glasses. I look like a nerd. And her daughters were laughing. And one of her daughters was, like, a preteen was, like, refusing to smile. Of course. And so I'd wait and take the picture when she was smiling or laughing <sighs> for real. Oh, I killed it. I'm so, all I'm saying is, like, I'm it. so excited for their holiday card. I know! Um, so that was, like, good enough for me. But otherwise, yeah. I did have some good interactions. Yeah. Good for you. And yours was just to not let an 11-year-old girl make you cry? Yeah. And ultimately, I haven't cried. Right. Um, but, like not having fun okay good just kind of disciplining doing my thing but i did i babysat these gorgeous little kids and i forgot italians yes and they have these tiny little italian accents and they're so (laughs) perfect and i forgot that babysitting little kids it's like you bring a tube of bubbles and you're set for the day for like little little kids yeah. yeah so i had this resurgence of like oh my god i really enjoy kids and definitely want four to five of Aww, them yeah. so if anyone's interested in that let's collab Whoa, let's, hey. collab. let's collab on a baby <laughs> preferably <laughs> italian um that's also another thing about boston is lots of italians uh never been the irish well both that's the point okay that's um, the feud i walked past a man who was sitting there drinking coffee with his friend who unironically said, I can't remember exactly what the context was, but he was like, yeah. And I told him to bring Joey Tony. And I was like, no, that is not They were filming real. a movie. <laughs> Martin Scorsese was behind the camera. They were filming a movie. Departed part two. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Tony. It's your sneak peek, you guys. Oh, that's beautiful. In theaters near you soon. Um, briefly want to touch on some, things that have come up in past episodes Uh uh-oh do you remember when we made the joke like the military is going to start contacting us oh no because we're like let's get out in the field because i was saying i have no place in the military like they don't want me yeah i've been randomly getting texts no you would be a sexy little sailor babe join the (laughs) navy out of nowhere actually not the military that's sex trafficking (laughs) oh so true with the link below but i was like Someone's listening That's on the other end. Crazy. Steve Jobs is in my phone being like, Somebody is draft like, them. I hate listening to this and like signing us up for like the draft. Yes. <laughs> like, trying to get people to contact us. So that was scary, first That's and foremost. That's definitely scary. That was, I'm, li- I'm shaking even thinking about it. Shut up. Um, and then I've had some hot girls who play clarinet contact no. me. And I'm telling you, we are out there. We are a strong community. You cannot silence us. Okay, do, do you want to know something funny? The day after we recorded that episode, um, and I was working on editing, and this was the episode that was, like, so late. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Hey, we never made any promises. We uh, <laughs> Look at us. Look at us. Look at us. Take a good, hard look. <laughs> look at us with your eyes. We made no promises. Um, 
But the day after, I was, like, talking to Jake and Caleb about it because I happened to be with him. Also, this elusive Jake and Caleb that we keep mentioning. No, we love. We stand. Just anyone If the listeners don't know, figure it out, babe. Okay, fine. They're a secret. Um, But I was, like, telling them, like, little deets about it because they are loyal fans. And I was like, it's funny because we name drop you because Caroline says she loves thigh tattoos and mustaches. Mm -hmm. And I was like, but thankfully, I went off course and I talk about how hot I think it is. Um, when men play saxophone and Jake was like, I fully played saxophone. No! <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> Every like, week we give another little piece of how I love Jake. <laughs> Just these little details of his personality. I was like, don't listen to this. Like, your ego too big. <laughs> oh, no. No, I'm going to keep it up. I don't know. <laughs> um, um, I actually, <laughs> the last thing I wanted to publicly say was I was really nervous that you weren't going to record this podcast with me anymore because... <laughs> Last time I FaceTimed you, I said you looked like Gypsy Rose. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, I should have learned from the mistrustful <laughs> comment, but I didn't. Okay. And I said it again, and you hung up on me, and then I actually hadn't seen your face for like two <laughs> weeks after that. That was the last time you spoke. It was weeks ago, and you said I looked like Gypsy Rose. Weeks. Imagine I had died. <laughs> How would that'd you be, feel? That would be a Gypsy Rose That move. would be a real Gypsy Rose move. You're right. No, I was mostly upset about that because you were absolutely correct, and I can't believe I didn't see it first. Thank you. I was wearing, like, a pink bonnet. Like, I had, like... <laughs> I was... <laughs> I love that you don't explain that it was, like, a towel like, thing. <laughs> no, it was... No, no, it was a pink bonnet. No, I was wearing, like, a pink, like, towel, like, hairnet kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. just to dry your hair. I just, like, hate having wet hair. And my glasses, and I also had just taken such a hot shower, and then I, every time I take a shower, just as, like, a picture fun it, little trivia, it. don't, <laughs> sorry, every time I take a shower, I, like, increase it, getting it hotter and hotter throughout, and oh, then, okay. I don't think, I was gonna say that's psycho, but then I'm like, I think I'm no, but then I turn it as cold as possible right at the end. So, seek treatment. Yeah, so, some things, I'm really, like, fucking up my skin, I can <laughs> I can, like, tell. But I'm addicted. Period. Anyway, my face was, like, very, very red. And that's all I could see. There was no full outfit. It was just your little face in the camera. From, like, such a down low perspective as well. I tried to take a screenshot and it's just, like, a blur, a pink blur. And I'm like, I literally have to delete this because I feel so bad. I can't can't look at it. I don't think it's funny anymore. (laughs) It was so true. I just wish you would look bad once. So I can make fun That's, of you. You're being psycho. You're being a freak towards me. <sighs> anyway. I'm rocking Crocs and three layers of sweat right now. And you look good doing it. It's fucking mm. annoying. This isn't... You're, you're feeding into the rumors that we're dating. <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> uh, speaking of dating, segue. Hey. Hey. Do you want to drop the topic of the week? Yeah, so... <clears throat> this week's episode is about... LDRs, baby. Long, Long distance, distance relationships. relationships. Uh, um, that shit is whack. <laughs> <laughs> the questions answered. End of the day, that shit's whack. That shit's whack. You guys don't need to know more. Um, no, before we started recording this, I told Caroline, I was like, I barely know what to say about regular relationships, and I really don't know what to say about long distance ones. Yeah. It is hard, man. Yeah. Um, but we got... Two questions here, two pretty in-depth questions that we're going to talk about that are both about long-distance relationships with slightly different perspectives. Um, Should I read this first one? Please. Uh, Hey, y'all. 
Oh my god, first off, I want to say I'm a huge fan of the pod, blah, 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 blah. Oh my god, they love us. So my partner and I have been together for almost a year, but because of graduation and us both moving home, we decided that we should take a two-month break to focus on ourselves and our careers and reevaluate after that. Cut to a week into that break and we still talk every day, which I love because I do love her and want to stay together, but part of me also feels like we are drawing out the inevitable, especially if the very likely scenario that we get jobs in different city plays out. There's also so much ambiguity. Ambi- <coughs> you said it. Spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping that in. There was also so much ambiguity. <laughs> <laughs> this is why people need to leave voicemails and not emails. <laughs> Ready together. Ambiguity. <laughs> I really said it with my chest. I'm praying to God. That's how you say it. There was so much ambiguity. <laughs> ambiguity. <laughs> There was so, so much A M B I G U I T Y. Y'all, please DM us with a voice memo and pronounce that word. I can't say it. I'm so sorry. This is a very serious email <laughs> and a very serious topic. I'm gonna give it one more shot, and if I can't do it, we're moving on. Mm-hmm. There was also so much ambiguity. Fuck yes about what taking a break means, because to me, it just feels like we're doing long distance. And I feel guilty when I'm just considering myself when applying for jobs, even though that was the whole point. I guess what I'm asking is if long-distance relationships are a pipe dream, especially when we are so young and unsituated in these post-grad environments. Thanks so much for reading. Hope y'all are doing well. Athlete 22, male. That's harsh. Also, something that I accidentally edited out when I was speaking um, is... At the point where they say, mm-hmm. so my partner and I have been together for almost a year, but because of graduation and both moving home, we, but then they put in parentheses, she decided that we mm-hmm. should be taking a two-month break. Sure, sure, sure. Kind of and that's detail. important. Yeah. Are they a pipe dream? I Here is just like my general, general. very just like not specific rule of mm-hmm. thumb of... When I picture long-distance relationships, I picture them, like, having a set amount of time. Yeah. And that it's like, oh, I have to move home to, like, finish this job up, but oh, I'll be yeah, with yeah, you yeah. again in, like, six months or whatever. Like, going long-distance, like, for a summer or something Yeah, like that. I feel like those ones are less of a pipe dream, and I, like, see those work out. And, mm-hmm. like, although it's hard, there's a goal in mind. Right. And I think that makes it easier, because you're just kind of, like, waiting it out. I don't know anyone who's been in a long-distance relationship with, like, just a question mark of what will happen next, which seems so wildly different. Yeah. No, I th- I agree. And there's... I have so many different opinions about it, too. Like, it's hard because I feel like I don't even know what I would do. Yeah. You know? But... And then, like, to reach outside of that and be like, can you see different perspectives and see different things working? And it's like, yes, of course, but, like... I don't even know where to start because I don't even know what I would do. Mm-hmm. But I think my like first, my first like gut reaction is like, it really, really depends on like what you see with this person, you know? And in a way it like, it depends on like, I don't know. Like, I just, I think that there is a lot of truth and power into the concept of like, if you want it to work, it will. If you want to do something, you will. Yeah. You know? 
So like when it comes down to it, it's like if you want to if you want to stay together while spending this time apart, you will, and it'll be okay. Yeah, you know. But if you if you if you still feel love for this person, but you guys are clearly going separate ways, and it feels like the beginning of the end, mm-hmm. then maybe that's just what it is, you know. Yeah. And like that sucks, and that hurts. And there's <laughs> I have been I have I am on record for this saying that like one of the things that makes me the most sad in any movie and i like refuse to watch movies and tv shows like this is when two people love each other very much and, and can't be to together and they can't be because i remember being a kid and being like this doesn't make any fucking sense yeah if they love each other just be together mm-hmm. and then you grow up and you realize there are so many other factors to things and like sometimes people who love each other so much just can't be together it's and like so tragic i actually <laughs> can't imagine anything worse i know and it's like and i'm not <laughs> trying to imply that this is what this person is going through and like I don't want to just like make it seem sad and depressing and like it's the end because it doesn't have to be no. that's the thing you know you can find ways to make this work but it's about evaluating those priorities mm-hmm. um I completely agree that's so, this is so like genuine usually we're like dumb pimpses yeah but, um, this one just hurts <laughs> I know also like I while I am the same age as you I feel like I just reiterate like you are so young yeah and yeah this is such like a crazy moment of trying to find a job is that's hard enough like adjusting to not being in college is hell on earth let me tell you yeah but like I feel like you should actually genuinely use this break as a break yeah and figure that shit out and then not to be like the universe but like you're 22 babe like you can reevaluate in a little bit once you feel settled once she feels settled yeah and like maybe it'll work out then and it probably is going to suck in the meantime Mm -hmm. but i don't know i think this is just such a moment where it's like you need to be selfish you need to focus on yourself yeah and becoming an adult and while that would be really really nice to have someone beside you doing the same thing the circumstances maybe not yeah aren't there right now and and listen, by no means does that mean, like, this is impossible. Like, we right. have all known stories of people, both, like, we just heard from other people about this perfect thing, or we know people who, it, like, they worked hard and they made it work. You know, like, some people go long distance for huge amounts of time. Um, I just met this girl in Boston, which we've met before. Um, she's really awesome. I really love her. She's one of Jake's friends. Um her boyfriend uh works on a boat i met him when we were like getting drinks um he works on a boat so he's on the boat for a month on and then he's home for a month Mm -hmm. not working at all um and it just keeps going like that month on month off yeah um and like there are so many relationships like that i mean think of anyone that's like in the army Mm -hmm. (laughs) or you know who goes away for work for long periods of time or people who have established like relationships for like years and years and years being completely long distance you know like it's not impossible by any means and especially like nowadays when you can like basically do everything except be in person with someone (laughs) you know like you've got facetime and texting and zooming Mm -hmm. and you know it's easier to travel i mean maybe not like right now but it's not it's not impossible. It really isn't. And I've seen a lot of really successful relationships go on for 
a long time being completely separate. And I've seen relationships that had a complete question mark at the end. Yeah. But like they but that relationship, that couple was just like, we are happy where we are now and we're not gonna worry about it. And that's like really beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know? And if like both people like can understand that and to like be comfortable with that, like that's so amazing, you know? Yeah. I think that okay, that's an amazing point because that's what I was thinking of when they said there's also so much ambiguity about what quote-unquote taking a break means so that kind of makes me like first and foremost just like explicitly figure that out yeah because if one of you is like i want to talk every day and the other is like that's actually not not, gonna be good for me to give each other distance then that is something you should figure out so because it's like a two-part question in that like long distance Mm -hmm. relationships can work but you need to decide that you want to make it work versus this taking a break and feeling bad that you're considering yourself over the other person when applying to jobs. First yeah. of all, don't feel bad about that. No. That's why you did this in the first place. So the last thing you need is like to feel guilty for making yeah. that just hard decision for yourself. And obviously that's easier said than done. And like any decent person, and I know you're a decent person, like would be thinking about those things all the time. And like, you know, it, it's hard because it's like you never know exactly what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like ever (laughs) in anything um and especially at this age I feel like it's even more um difficult to know but like I like not to be like cheesy or like spiritual but like not knowing what you're doing but like going forward anyway and like stumbling through it anyway Mm -hmm. is like exactly what you should be doing yeah you know and so I not that I mean not that like you shouldn't take action you shouldn't have these conversations like I think you absolutely should But at the same time, like, if you are just not sure and you're just going to, like, keep going, like, that's also okay. Yeah. I think that's a good answer all in all. Feel it out. I'm really sorry, though. That, like, sucks. Again, one of the worst things I have ever felt emotionally is (laughs) watching two people who love each other (laughs) decide that they can't be together and that sucks. Yeah didn't even happen to me no and it's like so damaging no i'll stay a coach if it means never having to make decisions like that shout out to you for putting in work on the field yeah and you know what there's like all those like crazy cheesy quotes of like you know like you didn't uh suddenly none of them are coming to mind (laughs) all those quotes no but just like the ones of like it's better to have loved than lost than to never have loved at all but like this is proof that you had something really beautiful and really great with this person. Yeah. And I'm sorry that it came with this pain, but, like, I'm hoping you are of the mindset that you wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah. And give us a follow-up if you feel comfortable. Yeah. Whatever happens next. Literally you're DM really us. In this, yeah, you're in this little middle phase yeah. of the story. And we're, we're always eager here to, to support see where you, babe. Always here. Come on the pod. Come on the <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but I hope you're doing well, and I'm sorry. Yeah, That really sucks. Uh, it seems very bad. Okay. You want to read the next one? Yeah, and I hope that... I mean, maybe it will just be the same exact answer. We'll see. Yeah. Okay, it starts out with a derogatory term. Hey, girl bosses. <laughs> Actually blocked. Sorry. <laughs> I really like your podcast. Y'all are so funny. We're not... These are written. Okay, oh my you guys. God, you guys. They imagine, actually say this. Imagine someone emailed back like, um, I did not start my email that way. Slander. <laughs> Um, I was wondering what you guys thought about the situation. Okay, perfect, babe. We're here. Yeah. I've been dating this guy for over eight months now, and the whole time it's been long distance. We go to school and live in different states, five hours apart. Because of COVID, we aren't able to see each other for 
We were. No, sorry. <laughs> because of COVID, we were able to see each other for a week or two at a time, which was really nice. But I was also leaving my school and friends, which was difficult. Through the whole relationship, I've never worried if he was unfaithful or if I love him or anything like that. I'm just shit at long distance. It, long distance. It makes me really sad. When we say goodbye, I'll be sad for a couple weeks after it and it just sucks. Sometimes I think boy brains are made of dough because most of my sadness will come from him not texting enough, loving things or forgetting to say good morning, good night. Silly things that just... <laughs> Silly things that just get to a girl who loves some words of affirmation. He is great at communicating and making me feel heard, though. I love him a lot, but being apart is our one consistent problem. Because I always get sad, it is not worth the trouble and sadness. Oh, I really can't read. (laughs) Is it not worth the trouble and sadness? I'm only 20 years old, so I'd be putting myself through this. Although I really love him and could see a future with him. Thanks for your thoughts from Anonymous. Um, as you guys can clearly tell, we proofread these and practice multiple and practice times. And practice and practice. I really feel like I'm in third grade where everyone, <laughs> everyone goes around and reads a paragraph, and I like I count the number of people and then go into the textbook and count the number of paragraphs so I can reread the same paragraph over and over again. Yeah. And then I actually learned nothing about the lesson because I was just trying to figure out how to say the word ambiguity. Right. For real. <laughs> I'm like, Caroline, you want to read this one? You're like, fuck. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, different scenario because they've only ever been long distance for eight months. Yeah. And they've only ever been long distance? Yeah. For over eight months now, and the whole time it's been long distance. Oh. Live in different states five hours. For some reason, I was getting the vibes of, like, high school. To college. To college and then becoming long distance, but mm-hmm. clearly that's not true. Yeah. Um, I want to say something immediately. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Don't feel silly. Don't. For needing words of affirmation, first and foremost. Okay, yeah. No, really good point. Do not feel silly for that. That, like, you should not feel bad about that at all, babe. We've been over love languages. If that's your love language and that's what you need, like, make it known. And if you've made it known and you're still not getting it, like, that's its own issue. Mm -hmm. But I never want you to be like, oh, I'm being annoying for being sad because of these quote-unquote silly things they're not silly Mm-mm. it's what you need for your relationship to thrive yeah babe and that's the thing is like you say i'm only 20 years old should i put putting myself through this and like at the same time that you're only 20 years old you are 20 years old mm-hmm. and you have lived a good portion of your life and like if you know what you need you know what you need babe and you say he's great at communicating so communicate back and let him know yes okay anyway that was not the issue at hand no but it is in a way <laughs> it is in a way we believe in you, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, that's rough. I mean, you've you've started and you've stayed long distance. I mean, again, it feels like sometimes you're answering your own question because you said, I've never worried about him being unfaithful or me loving him. Like, mm-hmm. you feel solid with him. It just sucks that you're long distance. And right. like, that is true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, babe, like, I have nothing I can say for that. And by no means am I ever going to be the person that tells you to stop doing this because you're long distance. Because if you're happy and you feel love from him and, like, you want to stay together but you just, like, feel like you might be, like, acting naively or, like, you might be, like, putting too much difficulty, like, it doesn't matter. Like, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. Yeah. I would say take a step back and, like, evaluate truly, like, time-wise how much you're sad versus like how much you're fulfilled that's a really good because even if it's like really good those couple weeks that you get to hang out and then you go home and it's just like bleak yeah like i don't think it's worth it in that scenario i think it has to be majority 
you're feeling good. Yeah, that's a good point. Even if you feel like the sadness is just like. But like, what if that? What? But consider that in something else. You know what I mean? Like, what if? What if you had like? What if you went to like a really amazing concert, and like that night was amazing, Mm -hmm. but then you were like really sad for the next like two three days just because like you're sad that it was over. You Mm -hmm. know, like. Do you want to take away that concert just because it was, like, one day of happiness for three days of sadness? Are you asking me? Yeah. Um, maybe. Well, then you're just getting into, like, life in general, being, like, good with the bad. Um, but, I don't know, well, I was literally just telling you that I have an issue with focusing on negative too much, aka going out, having a shit L ride home. Yeah, going out, having a great time. Having a great time with my closest friends, having so much fun. Ultimately, having to see a dick on the red line and then Ugh. being like, I hate my life. I'm never going out again. And that's like, actually, I'd take a dick on the red line for all of my best friends any day. <laughs> Don't say I would no, take I wouldn't. a dick. <laughs> take it and edit that out and bleep that out. <laughs> I would um, witness uh, a dick. So you're really making me reevaluate some things because I do okay. feel negative too much. But honestly, like percentage-wise, I still... I still if, I, if so much of my energy is going towards, like, negative thoughts and feelings that could potentially be reevaluated and avoided, I think that I would choose the other way. What's crazy is I think I might operate the opposite of sure. you. That's I why think it works. That I, I have a really bad problem romanticizing and, like, rose-colored glasses-ing my memories Mm -hmm. I make things seem like they were so much fun and I was in such a better place and I'm having a bad time now like with everything it's always been bad it's (laughs) yeah but the truth is it's always been bad no I just mean like I make I like what there's a word for it I can't remember I can't remember um but I just I I have these memories of like Things and, and when they were happening, like, I might have been, like, overwhelmed and not feeling great. But, like, in my head, like, I think, like, <laughs> like even for, like, huge things. Like, I'm, like, high school is the best time of my life. I peaked and I'll never get that again. <laughs> and then, like, I think about it and I, like, make myself, like, really think about it. I'm, like, I had to do the pacer. Oh, <laughs> like, that was not the best time of my life because no. I had to do the fucking pacer. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, I had to do homework. And, like, 90% of our school day was, like annoying sure and there were like a collective 20 minutes of really good times Mm -hmm. each day you know but I as much as I want to like and I think that's just kind of like an optimist pessimist Mm -hmm. thing not calling you a pessimist necessarily it's actually making a lot of sense when you think about who we are yeah and how (laughs) I've kind of just always been like sunshine and rainbows so when there's a single raindrop I'm like what the fuck is going on and for you you're always like no I've like actually dealt with some shit for a while and so the the great memories are heaven on earth (laughs) the bad memories are also amazing the way I made myself cry physically cry the other night because I was lying in bed and I was like I am so thick (laughs) I was crying in bed I was like I cannot believe out of like all of the people in the world that have ever existed and all of the people that will ever get to exist and and the idea that we're just like these like morphed like we came from like we evolved and like we're just on this big fucking rock and nothing makes any sense but i got to live at the same time as some of my favorite people ever and i like made myself (laughs) 
cry. Yeah, it's beautiful. Because I was so, like, just happy that I got to... And I'm talking about shit where, like, someone makes a fart noise and we all get to laugh for, like, ten seconds. I'm like, that was the most beautiful thing in the whole world. Yeah, I agree. Do you remember, like, years ago when one of your friends was like, when you die, do you think, like, it'd have been worth it or something? And we were both like, if we made someone smile one time... It's worth even it! Even within years of, like, trauma and Literally. angst and whatever, it was worth it! Yes, like, it, I truly, like, just having, like, one good, not even, like, perfect, beautiful, outstanding, just one good night yeah. with, like, some friends, or even, like, my family, or just, like, with a dog, yeah. like, makes everything worth a it. A fish grew legs, and now we get to tell jokes and it's the best <laughs> feeling in the fucking world. And it makes me such a, like, little baby sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it's really crazy. But all I'm saying is, like, that's, like, the perspective I'm constantly battling with. Because it's, like, kind of fucked up sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it kind of makes me go into these spirals of, like, negative things as well. But talking on the positive side, I'm just a very emotional person. And my, like gut emotional reaction to this is like if those good times are worth it if texting him every day calling him every day feels good enough it doesn't matter how much it sucks and i know that that's toxic i want to agree in the general sense of life but when it comes to relationships so many people make those excuses and i'm not saying that that's what this specific Mm -hmm. one is but like yeah, he calls me stupid in front of his family, but, like, sometimes okay. he buys me roses, and it's that like, bitch, leave! That is so different <laughs> than what I'm saying. But do you know what I mean? I do, and I do think that there is a fine line between By using that fine... Stream Goddamn. it. Pause the pod, stream it. <laughs> there is a fine line between using it as an excuse for being treated badly, or using it as, like, understanding that sometimes good comes with bad. Yeah. You know? So, like, if he's not a dick to you... And, like, like, if it comes down to that the only problem in your relationship is the fact that you're so far apart, and it's not detrimental to your, like, mental health yeah. or your relationship in a way that's, like, really sucks, then, like, I'm sorry. Keep going at it, you know? Mm-hmm. But if it's getting to the point where it's eating at you, I mean, you did email <laughs> this podcast. Like, maybe it's eating at you a little too mm-hmm. much. And maybe <laughs> this should be a last resort for me. <laughs> <laughs> and, like... I don't know. I mean, I, I don't really know you and I don't know your priorities, but like, I just really hope it does work for you in whichever direction. Yeah. Like I just, you know, you should, you should sit down and for like, you can literally set a timer on your phone and be like, for the next 30 minutes, I'm going to be a completely selfish, selfish person mm-hmm. and just like write it out if you need to and just be like exactly what I would want and what it takes to make it so that like, it's not what I want, you yeah. know, and just like figure out. Nothing wrong with the pros and cons list. Nothing's wrong with it. And, like, I get in those headspaces sometimes where I'm like, well, am I considering this or that or this or that or the repercussions of this or that? And it's, like, just be selfish for, like, five minutes and just, like, figure out exactly what you want and don't want and figure out where your relationship lies in between there. hmm And if it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, you ended the email with, although I really, at, although I really love him and see a future with him. Yeah, so you said, is it not worth the trouble and sadness? I'm only 20 years old. Should I be putting myself through this? I really love him and could see a future with him. Yeah, again, you're only 20 years old. You're only 20 years old, babe. I say, see it through. Not that you're you're asking for an answer, but yeah. For now, I mean, 
keep going as you go as you went. And, like, I go through this, too, where I go in, like, crazy mood swings of, like, I can never do this again. And then, like, you literally, like, I just, like, drink a glass of water. And I'm like, I actually could do this for the rest of my life, you know? Oh, it's dehydration. <laughs> exactly. So, like, make sure that this is actually what you're feeling. And if you're having problems, and, again, you said he's great at communication, chances are he feels the same way. Yeah. And, hey, send me your number. I'll text you good morning and good night. Literally. I would love to do that for someone. <laughs> Your good morning and good night would be like 2 p.m. Like, <laughs> good morning. <laughs> 3 p.m. Good night. <laughs> I am awake for one hour of 24 hours. That's uh, as much as I can fucking bear. <laughs> um, I apologize that we answered your question by like talking about us. The universe and yeah. the existence of life, but also something to consider, babe. Something to consider. Sure. Talk um, to him. Yeah, be so, so blatantly honest. I love blatant honesty. Except if it hurts my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about lying the other day. As you, I know you're pro-lying. I am pro-lying. And I was like, I don't think I mind if people lie to me because I feel like they had a good reason to do it. Yeah. Especially the people like around me. Actually, I had a dream that you really lied to me about something. And what I can I tell say? you about it off, off the pod. record. <laughs> I hate it when people say that on podcasts. Off the record. As if I'll, like, know their close friends and know right. the drama, but they're like, oh, off pod, after pod, I'll After pod. But um, I was, like, really upset with you. I I also had a dream about you that I'll share off pod. And I never remember my dream. Was it kind of hot and sexy? No. Fuck. It made me sad. Everyone's Aww. gaslighting me. Damn. Okay, anyway. but literally, that's what you were doing to me, too. Wait. I didn't say you. I didn't say uh, you were doing it to me. Uh, I was saying that everyone around me was. Anyway. 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 Um. Any last thoughts on LDRs? LDRs. I'm sure we'll get more best of like luck this. if you're in one. Shout oh. out to you. And we've had experience with people that we like know and are friends that have been in long distance relationships. Yeah. And here's the, my last piece of advice for both mm-hmm. of those questions. Mm-hmm. And this is like me being like tough love. So, like, this is me being the opposite of the person I've been for the last 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. But um, it is never good to watch something slowly die out. Oh, no. And if you think you're at the that's beginning... That's why you put dogs down. It literally... That's why I want to be put down. <laughs> once I know I'm at the beginning of the end, I'm calling Caroline. I'll never forget when someone referred to... Death is like being put down for the first time. It was on TikTok, and someone said Lin Manuel Miranda needs to be put down. <laughs> Jesus, that's not suicide. That's murder. That's murder. Uh, anyway, um, if it, if you really are sure in your bones that it's the beginning of the end, consider taking the plunge and just cutting it off here. Fly free, little birdie. Because that is going to, it's going to sting, mm-hmm. but it's like ripping off a band-aid versus taking two hours yeah. to like slowly pull it off. And then you get to have the good memories without exactly. those last ones of being like, oh, we are distant yeah, and rude to each other. Yeah, don't let and... the last like four months of your relationship be Caroline's red line trip where she sees a penis. Exactly. And I'm so glad that that gets to be a metaphor for this <laughs> podcast now. <laughs> was it a good penis? No! Uh, yeah. It was... Seeing a penis on the Chicago Transit Authority is never going to be a good penis. Yeah, that was a dumb question. It was not. It was not wanted. It was not needed. Well, obviously, it wasn't wanted. Anyway, but you know, been there. Chicago girlies, uh, relatable. Unfortunately, relatable. Um, uh, yeah. Best of luck to everyone in LDRs. We successfully did it. 
<laughs> a week. No, oh. I meant like the last four years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we did successfully do it. And yeah. that's kind of beautiful. And sometimes that's what it takes, too, is just like basically breaking up and mm-hmm. being like, I know you're going to have lots of other things going on in your life, but we can still connect and love each other on 30-minute right. FaceTime calls like every other day. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. They don't Just because you're breaking up with someone doesn't mean they don't have to be in your life. Put that on that t-shirt. Put it if on I am ever with someone and I break up with them, you're not a part of my life. <laughs> we should we should have a pod about like being friends with exes because I find that a fascinating Crazy. concept. Absolutely. Um, so please write in if you have any, any experience on that because obviously it's not going to be speaking from a personal point. Um. Yeah. Let's bring on two exes that are friends. <laughs> Make a- let's just bring on two of our friends and then be like so our history together um <laughs> we pretend like we were fully in a relationship with them um okay goals goals this is like i feel like that we're back to like kind of a normal like we started off normal and then like you were gone i was gone then you were gone again mm-hmm. then i was gone again mm-hmm. ldr vibes ldr vibes uh we really get you guys <laughs> i haven't yeah we totally understand um but, like, we can maybe have, like, a more substantial real goal at this point. A uh, past goal to people. I'm going to throw in the third. The third I'm making assumptions. Admitted they had a crush on me. No fucking way. Yeah, not of the group that the goal was about. Sorry, I didn't mean to sound so surprised. <laughs> not, uh, not of the group that I was like, someone's going to come out and say it. Yeah. But just two other cutie little randos where I was like, oh my god, who would have thought? Okay, so, so that's, if, I guess if that works, then um, guys, please yeah, let me know. Yeah, manifesting, manifesting. You have ever had a crush on me, like, please let me know. Yeah. Me coming back being like, I've actually, people told me that they hated me right. in the past. And you know what? They all, ultimately, they all live in different states, so I'm, I'm learning <laughs> a lot. I'm taking notes currently about uh, this I don't um, know episode. if anyone's ever had a crush. No one has. Shut! <laughs> I'm ripping the microphone out of the computer oh. <laughs> i'm still trying to pretend like we have a budget and we have equipment. <laughs> anyway goal anyway so that goal was mad that goal was mad that was, that was just a quick update oh um future goals. that's a huge update we should talk about it more next episode about that's the beauty of this podcast this is actually not about our business we get to go <laughs> yeah. into other people's business fair enough fair enough goals my goal is to get a therapist <laughs> And my goal is for you to get a therapist. Yes! <laughs> Work. Work. Slay the house down boots. <laughs> Therapy. You. <laughs> my goal? Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with relationships. Work on my resume. Baby, <laughs> yes. So. I'm trying to get... I'm trying to be a cog in the machine. Yes. Um, so that's actually just like a reasonable goal. That's just homework that I Listen, need to do. It, that has nothing to do with. It f- feels like this. The, all of these things have nothing to do with relationships and then they all always do. do. Workplace crush. Dude, I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, this sucks because now we're in a point where like most people like meet, like a lot of people meet their like husbands or wives or partners like at work. Yeah. Facts. Like a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. If you didn't meet at, like, college or high school or whatever, like, the next best place is, like, work. I had this sickening thought on the way here as I passed ETHS first day of school, kids with backpacks uh-huh. on. I was like, wait, I'm never going to have a class crush ever again. Oh my God. And that hurt me to my core. I love, if you know me, you know I love a class crush. Yeah, that is do. one of my go-to questions for people because they're so fun because you might not know their name, but they're your class crush. Yeah. And I still have a few class crushes that I think about all the time. Same. 
Same. And I hope they're thinking about me. They don't because they don't like my tweets. But guys, if you had a crush on me, please let me know. The DMs are flooded. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, thanks for listening, you guys. Hopefully, we said something that made sense. Hopefully, you got oh. a new perspective. Every- Each episode has to have a pet. Carl, get in here. Meow. Hot Carl, as I like to call him. Meow. Do you know what that means? Meow. Look it up. Um, I think our next episode should be saucy, and I'm just gonna make it. Is he grabbing onto you? Cats, Carl, Carl are so comfortable bringing their claws out around me, and I don't know what it is. Carl, you're being fucking rude. He loves to throw my phone. Anyway. Pranks. You can't take a joke once again. <laughs> anyway, I think we should just declare that our next episode is going to be like really saucy and crazy, just so that now we have to. Sure. Send in a saucy and crazy question. <gasps> And again, our podcast relies on you guys sending yes, questions. Please. So make shit up if you want. We don't care. Please. <laughs> uh, love you guys. Thanks for listening. Players, athletes, you. coaches, and all the above. We love sports. <laughs>